The sound of the shots startled him. He had expected to hear some shooting today, but not this far from any of the camps. Boys would be boys, and hunters were often the biggest boys of all. They got jittery waiting for the first day and blasted away at tin cans and bottles with their deer rifles or the pistols they had brought into the woods for just such plinking. And of course they fired innumerable times if they hadn't been able to sight in their rifles before coming to the mountains. But they didn't sight them in two miles from the nearest deer camp, and they didn't fire only one shot from a high-powered rifle. Ned Craig started walking in the direction of the shot. He rested his hand for a moment on the butt of the Ruger three fifty seven revolver the Game Commission had issued him, thankful that he had never had to use it against a man, and hoping that he never would. Fortunately, hunters were also like little boys when they got caught breaking the rules, chagrined, embarrassed, and a bit hostile. Sometimes they tried to talk Ned out of sighting them, but only once had someone given him a hard time, and that had been years before. He didn't carry the sidearm against hunters, though. He did it for the animals. During his first year as a wildlife conservation officer, six years earlier, he had come across a lung-shot buck. Whoever had shot the deer had apparently lost its trail, and it had lain there in agony, struggling to breathe. Ned had had to use a rock to end its suffering, and after that unpleasant duty he swore to himself that he would never be in the woods without a pistol again. He had found two such animals since then, both during bow season, and had killed each of them quickly and painlessly, with a single shot to the head. Now he trudged on through the thickly grown trees, but slowed when he saw a spot of blaze orange. It was a man, old enough to know better, carrying a thirty-aught six and walking slowly through the brush away from Ned. Ned hailed him with a not unfriendly hey, and the man turned. When he focused beyond Ned's own bright orange chest patch and saw the green Stetson hat, the forest green refrigerware coat with the Game Commission patch on the arm, and Ned's nameplate, his already pasty face went even paler. Then his cheeks turned pink with something more than the cold. He lowered his rifle wearily. "'Getting an early start?' Ned asked, smiling. "'I, uh... The man was grizzled, and Ned thought he had seen him before, a local, probably. Ned guessed that he was in his mid-forties. He was wearing an old tan hunting coat, and holes revealed the quilting beneath. His rifle showed a lot of wear on the stock. "'Just checking things out,' the man said. "'With your rifle? Making sure it fires okay?' Ned let a practiced grin of gentle reproach slide over his face. After all, the people he sighted nearly always carried guns. Do you know that by just walking out here with a loaded rifle, you're breaking two provisions of the Game and Wildlife Code? Carrying that loaded weapon is prima facie evidence of hunting, so you're both hunting out of season and hunting on a Sunday. I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to cite you. Let me have your license, please. Always polite but firm, just like a state trooper when he stops you for speeding. Ned always added a touch of regret as well, as though he'd rather not be giving them a citation, but he had no choice in the matter, and they had no choice but to accept it. He wrote up the man, then handed him the paper. Okay, this is a field acknowledgement. The fine is two hundred dollars, and that must be paid to me now, either by cash or check. The man nodded, but then his lower lip started to quiver like a child's, and tears rolled from his roomy eyes over the pocked cheeks. He struggled to keep himself in check problem? 
The man shrugged. His attempt at nonchalance was pitiful. I don't have two hundred dollars, officer. Well, then I'm going to have to confiscate your rifle in lieu of payment. You can come by my place within thirty days to pay, and you'll get your rifle back. The man handed the rifle over to Ned, who worked the bolt and removed the cartridges. I won't have it in thirty days, sir. Maybe not even sixty. He cleared the phlegm from his throat. Got laid off from Gleason last month. Been kind of rough, with kids and all. I guess I just wanted to get a step up on the other guys, get some meat for the winter. Wasn't fair, though. Gleason Homes was a small concern near St. Mary's that built manufactured housing. Ned knew a few families who had been hurt by Gleason's downsizing. That's tough, Ned said. I'm sorry.